0: This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
1: Hello and thanks for downloading today's podcast. I'm Jamie Long. It's Tuesday, November the 15th. And first today, the parents of a baby who died after choking at a nursery in Ashford have been praised in Parliament for their bravery in campaigning against changes to childcare provision. Nine-month-old Oliver Steeper passed away in hospital six days after the incident in September last year. His mum and dad started a petition against plans to relax laws around the staff to children ratio and collected more than 100,000 signatures. Newcastle MP Catherine McKinnell led the debate.
2: We all know, and I hope that's why we're in this room, that a functioning early years system is fundamental for driving a flourishing society and for driving our economy. We need to stop thinking about childcare as some sort of luxury but instead as the fundamental foundation for the best start in a child's life and the best chance for our economy. Quality early education is a key determiner for important life outcomes for children. For parents too, access to childcare can shape their future as parents, allowing them to flexibly choose if and when they want to work. Yet when we look at which developed countries have the highest childcare costs, the UK consistently ranks highest on that list, among the highest. And parents are really feeling it. A recent survey by Pregnant Then Screwed found that these costs have forced 43% of mothers to consider leaving their jobs and 40% to consider leaving work. I mean, is it just not absurd that during an unprecedented cost of living crisis... Our economy bumping along the bottom and families with young children cannot afford to go to work. Our childcare and early years system is broken. It needs transforming into a modern flexible system that will properly deliver for children, for parents and for our economy. Now the government have recognised this issue or they certainly claim to. In July, the Department for Education published a consultation on its proposals to improve the cost, choice and availability of childcare. And these plans include making regulation more relaxed surrounding the care of two-year-olds in early years setting. Current rules for these settings require at least one member of staff per four children aged two. Under the government's proposals, these childcare ratios would allow One staff member to care for up to five two year olds. And this change, ministers have claimed, will save £40 a week on childcare costs. But at what price? I think we have to ask ourselves. And whether that £40 is mythical or real.
1: Next, the owner of a popular restaurant in Herne Bay has been ordered to take down a glass enclosure around an outside seating area. A reporter, James Pallant, has the latest. Why was it put up in the first place, James?
3: al Turka is a traditional Turkish restaurant right on the Herne Bay seafront. Because of its location, the owner, Mehmet Dadi, says they get a lot of wind and rain. That makes it rather uncomfortable for people eating in the outdoor seating area outside the front of the restaurant. So, in 2019, he installed glass glazing to surround the area and keep guests dry.
1: And now I understand the local authority wants it taken down, don't they?
3: Well, the problem is that Mr Doughty installed the glass enclosure without planning permission from Canterbury City Council. He had applied for retrospective permission earlier this year, but that was rejected over concerns from Kent Highways that the structure would obstruct their access to services and utilities below the pavement. Mr Doddy owns several branches of Alaturka in Canterbury and Ramsgate and he thinks he's being treated unfairly by the council. They have ordered him to remove the structure, but he is really hoping to come to some other arrangement, as he says without the glazing, the capacity of his restaurant will effectively be cut in half.
1: James, thanks very much. A county lines dealer who brought Class A drugs from Birmingham to Thanet has been jailed for more than three and a half years, The 24-year-old admitted being involved in the supply of crack cocaine and heroin following an investigation by police earlier this year. A 42-year-old woman also admitted being part of the operation and was given a suspended sentence. Kent County Council have written to the government warning they could go bankrupt within the next couple of years unless they get more financial support. Their budget is apparently at breaking point, and it's feared cutting vital services will affect the most vulnerable in society. Roger Gough is the leader of KCC.
4: It's not simply a case of trying to get through this year. Um, there have been pressures, we all know, building up in local government finance for many, many years. And these are two um, historically strong, large county authorities, uh, both seeking to set out why we believe that the current situation is becoming a critical one, well, I think what we say here uh, complements what um, organisations across local government, like the Local Government Association and the County Council's network, have been saying. But it sets it out quite starkly in terms of the perspective, as I say, of two historically large well, large and historically strong uh, county councils, but who look at the current situation and believe it is uh, extremely hazardous.
1: And your warning, you could go, Ken County Council could go bankrupt when do you think this could happen if your budgets are cut?
4: Well, I think I think the danger is that uh, for us, and indeed for other authorities, it's over. You know, it's over a process over the coming couple of years that you could see this build up. Uh, the precise timing is very hard to call because it depends on circumstances. But the key message we were trying to send out was that the current path is not one which we can all of us sustain. You spend, you know, each year seeking to deliver savings. Uh, We've delivered over the last decade, some 800 million pounds in savings, but a combination of the pressures that already exist within both adults and children's social care. And on top of that, the impact we've seen this year and expect to continue to see next year of inflation um, are making those pressures we believe unsustainable. And uh, we do believe that if local government is to operate effectively, we have to actually set this on a more sustained footing. Otherwise, we will be in a position where, as I say, each and every year, and with diminishing returns at a certain point, we will be cutting deep into services, both those on which we have, um, if you like, core responsibilities, which affect some very vulnerable people, and also the things that just make a key difference to communities which are very visible, Uh, but which, all of which, again, I'm afraid we will have to take uh, decisions on that uh, I don't think anyone would wish to see. And the worst of it is that at the end of all that, we don't believe that gives us, on current trends, a sustainable
1: position. A man's appeared in court charged with attempted murder after two men were hit by a car in Maidstone. It happened on Station Road in the early hours of Saturday, leaving one man in a serious condition in hospital, 29-year-old Anthony Deeprose, who hasn't got a permanent address, is due at Crown Court next month. A Medway nursery that raised issues over funding before suddenly closing has been rated inadequate. Bosses at Hedgehog's in Chatham said they didn't have enough cash from the government to pay qualified staff. It's now emerged Ofsted had given it the lowest marks in all categories – with inspectors particularly concerned there were no qualified staff working with babies.
0: This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone.
1: Next, the Kent Online podcast has been told almost a third of call-outs to the air ambulance covering Kent are to crashes on the roads. They've been to more than 800 already this year and are urging all of us to try and make our motorways, towns and rural routes safer. Dr Sophie Mitchinson is from the Kent, Sussex and Surrey Air Ambulance.
5: We go to a lot of road traffic collisions. Um, This year so far we've been to over 800 incidents on the road and that's about 30% of our workload. And that involves um, pedestrians that have been hit um, on roads, cyclists, Car uh, people in cars, lorries, and the whole as you can imagine, um, Kenton and Sussex covers a whole range, um, of areas. You've got urban areas, you've got motorways, um, so yeah, we really do have a big variety of roads and sort of incidents that um, yeah, do, um, take up a lot of our workload. Yeah, 30% is an awful lot. And I think we we often hear, don't we, on our travel bulletins, if the air ambulance is having to land because you're, uh, say, for example, if it's a motorway, you're having to close lots of lanes of, of traffic. What sort of message do you want to get across in particular this week then? So I think it's really important that, w- that people understand that we can reduce um, the deaths and um, people that are left with life-changing injuries um, as a result of incidents that happen on our road. And it's everyone's responsibility. That's whether you drive, you cycle, or you walk. Um, and I think the key messages to remember are sort of if you're driving, adhere to the speed limit at all times. Make sure you drive carefully and slow down if the roads are icy or it's foggy or there's poor weather conditions. If you're cycling, wear a helmet at all times and at dark in darkness, please do wear something brightly coloured with, with some reflective gear, et cetera. And if you're crossing a road, ideally we should be crossing the roads at um, designated crossings. But if that isn't possible, then make sure you pick a, a good part of the road, somewhere where you're clearly visible. And those things can help prevent some of those accidents and incidents on our roads. Obviously you guys can do some incredible things with, with your training and with the technology that you have on the helicopter but as you say I'm sure you would prefer not to be going to these sorts of incidents on a, on a very regular basis. Yeah so we the idea of the air ambulance charity is to bring the emergency department to the patient's side but we know that a lot of um, the incidents that we go to um, can be prevented and so there's, there's things that we can do but unfortunately a lot of our patients or some of our patients are left with life-changing injuries and unfortunately we can't save everyone that we go to so the more incidents that we can prevent then the less patients that will die the less people that will be left with life-changing injuries and that's what that's what we would prefer we prefer to not have to go to these patients we'll do what we can when we get there and when we're sent but if we can prevent that happening in the first place then that's better for everybody
1: There's been another rise in unemployment in Kent. Figures out this morning show 37,150 people were claiming out-of-work benefits in October. That's a rise of 320 compared to the previous month. It's also the third increase in a row. Before that, numbers had been gradually falling since April last year. Ashina's mums complained after finding bugs in an unopened packet of pasta. The 24-year-old says the food was still in date when she found them, crawling around two weeks after buying it. Aldi says it is very rare that things like that can happen if packaging is damaged before the product is consumed. As a warning to be extra vigilant if you live in Sevenoaks and Swanley following a spate of burglaries. Police say the break-ins over the past six months are all similar and could be linked. Most have taken place in urban locations when properties have been empty.
0: Kent Online News.
1: There are plans to reopen a ward at Sheppey Community Hospital to help ease pressure on the NHS. Minster Ward has been out of action for six years as health bosses said there wasn't enough demand to keep it running. They now want to turn it into a frailty ward to free up beds for operations at Medway Maritime Hospital. Water bosses say building a new reservoir near Canterbury will help make sure we have enough supplies over the next 50 years. Southeast Water have published a draft plan detailing what they think needs to be done to secure drinking water until 2075 companies looking to invest more than £4 billion in infrastructure and reducing leaks and water use. Now, after the people behind the idea for a massive theme park in North Kent withdrew their plans, a new vision for the land has been put forward. Swanskin Peninsula is home to endangered and rare species of plants and insects, Campaigners say building the London resort would have destroyed vital habitats. We can hear first from Laura Eddy, who's a local councillor, and Donna Zimmer, who's part of the Save Swanscombe Peninsula group.
5: We've seen how passionately people care and want to protect the Swanscombe Peninsula. Local people have really stepped up with the campaign. Um, that We've led locally the Safe Swanscombe Peninsula campaign. Thank you to everyone for your brilliant survey responses. We had things from increasing accessibility to perhaps education signs, and I'm really looking forward to the future vision that's been released today and how this will help shape the future for the vision of Swanscombe Peninsula. Swanscombe Peninsula has faced serious threats from inappropriate planning to investment zones, so today we are super proud to share how incredible this site is. We need to protect it and we want to start conversations with landowners and decision makers on how we can move forward to protect Swan's Peninsula for ourselves and future generations.
1: Well, the London resort is not off the table completely with revised plans due to be submitted. Drone cameras have been spotted filming a period drama at Dover Castle. Production crews set up in the town over the weekend and videos emerged of horses on the battlements and a number of lit beacons. The castle was used by the same team in August and September, but it's not known exactly what they're filming. Now, head over to Kent Online to see inside a £2 million house in the middle of Canterbury. The six-bed building is just one of a handful of Georgian townhouses left in the city. It's over five floors and has undergone a major renovation after previously being bought for just over six hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds.
0: Kent Online Sports.
1: And in football, Gillingham welcome AFC Fylde to Priestfield tonight for their FA Cup first-round replay this evening. It finished one-all last time the sides met. Here's manager Neil Harris.
6: I'm not in a position with our form at the moment to talk about opportunities. Um... I think we showed at Brentford anything can happen Brentford won at Man City today Yes yeah. Look, Football's crazy and that, that is the beauty of the pyramid system um, and anyone knocks the pyramid system is absolutely bonkers it's amazing we're 90th in the football league and we won at Brentford the other night Brentford have then gone to play Man City the best team in the world and beat them we now play Fylde seven days later and there were two leagues below us five leagues below Brentford so that, that, that's the beauty of it and that's what cup football is all about and we have to make sure that, that on Tuesday that we have the right mentality and we win the game of football okay. and it's another opportunity of Jake Turner as well potentially one or two games now yes well, we'll have to see how Glenn is um, uh, Jake is, has done well in the games he's played he's got a lot of developing to do um, so We'll see what Tuesday brings. So that's about Ben Reeves as well coming back. You, you talked about maybe not you know, taking chances and stuff like that or scoring goals, having someone else in the attacking third to help us. Well, having Ben's pedigree, I need to see Ben Reeves with end product more mm. than I did at the start of the season when he was fit, um, when he was higher up the pitch. But he's certainly a ball player. can handle the football. He's got a good football brain. He makes good decisions with the ball. He makes good decisions without the ball as well. And, and we need them at the moment.
1: Well, that's all for today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest news across Kent. Plus, you can also subscribe to the ad free premium version of Kent Online. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe.
0: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group